everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cast, the official podcast of Yinscam, the industry leader in mobile apps for sports teams, leagues, arenas, and events around the world. I'm your host, Jeremy McPeak, and I'm excited today to be joined by one of my NBA friends, Joseph Crawl, who is the front-end developer and manager of digital products for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us. Hi there. How you doing? Good. Good to see you. I really appreciate you uh, taking time out of your off-season. I know there really is no such thing as an off-season these days, but appreciate you taking some time out to uh, join us here on the Yinscast. Absolutely. Excited. So I want to... I want to start out talking about your career um, okay. and hear a little bit about you and your background. You've been with the Thunder now almost 12 years. Is that right? Uh, I just finished my 12th season. Yes. So. 12th season. Okay. Starting with 13th season here. So it's been okay. a while. That's crazy. Um, I know we've known each other for quite a while. Um, our paths have crossed a number of times over the NBA and during the years. But, but before you joined the NBA, you started at a sports marketing agency. Is that right? Yeah, I worked for a uh, sports marketing marketing agency in Norman called Old Hat Creative. Okay. And we, uh, our primary clients were D1 schools um, doing mainly print collateral. We were just starting to dabble, dabble in the, uh, the web development area and primary, primarily did like Big Ten schools, uh, Pac-12 schools, some ACC schools, and then we didn't have any pro clients. So okay. when the Thunder came to town, it was really exciting. And... <clears throat> We, uh, we were able to grab them up as a client pretty quickly. Um, and I guess kind of after that, after that first season, uh, an opportunity came along and I took it and it's been history ever since. So I was going to ask you, uh, so, you, so you joined the team of just about a year after, I guess, the season after first summer after, yeah, first summer after they started in the NBA, um, having obviously relocated from Seattle in 2008, I believe. Um, how special has it been for you to really be a part of the franchise almost from day one? Well, even with really, Old Hat. I was, yeah, with Old Hat, you were yeah. with it day one. So, And you heard the challenges earlier when we were talking on the, uh, the Flash site. We were the, we were kind of the crew that helped develop the first iteration of that, um, the, you know, not the, the non-Flash NBA site. So. Right. <laughs> for those who don't understand we had there was a call earlier today with uh all the uh all the nba teams uh their their regular digital weekly call and darren meisner who i think we should give a shout out to he's been Absolutely. with the the nba for 20 years and uh is uh not retiring he's moving on to other things in his life but he's been with the league for 20 years and today was the the final final uh call i guess with the teams and so a lot of us old timers who used to be in the nba were invited to to join the call and uh, be a part of that roll call. And uh, that was, that was fun to be a part of, but, but that was interesting. Yeah. (laughs) That was interesting when you talked about uh, being a part of one of the original flash sites, talk about kind of your evolution there with the, the thunder and how your, your role has changed over the years. Yeah. I was hired on to be a just front end developer, just for the content pieces, the homepage. And um, I've kind of developed into this um, kind of jack of all trades. I do a lot more backend um, work these days than I do, front end with the content you know we have our team has grown um two people so they they kind of take care of the front end of the content day to day and then i kind of started to oversee um product management um campaigns big big digital activations like you know mobile ticketing or sure. mobile food beverage that involves you in scam um and just try to find any solutions i can in the digital space um and like i said some of the others have taken on some more responsibilities so we've all kind of grown together uh, Absolutely. So talk about today, like what, what's your role involved today? 
today uh i'd say i'd say my job is split probably 60 40 um app 40 percent, and then the rest of it's all just you know like i said product management big campaigns big like big picture um how are we moving the needle kind of got it got it and where does your digital team fall in the organization where do you fit in i know every every organization is you know structured a little differently so we're we're under the communications and broadcast okay communications vp kind of splits off into like broadcast digital uh print um email email campaigns got it okay that makes sense um and of course we're going to dive into your mobile app here in a second that's what this this Yin's cast is all about talking mobile strategy, but I want to hear first of all, what was your, what is your favorite moment working in the NBA so far in the first, uh, first 12 years? Uh, first, okay. Well, right off the bat, uh, the most special moment was, uh, and I, it was a loss. It was a loss, but it was game six loss against the <laughs> Lakers. Okay. It was my first year working there. You know, we've made the playoffs. Um, we lost game six to the Lakers and, you know, the team's leaving the court and all the fans are just at the top of their lungs cheering. Every one of my coworkers around me is emotional. It was just a super special moment. I'll never forget it. That's awesome. So, you said that was the first, first one that came to mind. It sounds like there were others though. Oh yeah. We've had, we've, I mean, number of, number of those special moments. So just, you know, I don't know. Uh, there was a, uh, before I was at old hat, I worked for, um, the IT department at OU. Okay. I worked for like OU football, OU athletics, and another Lakers moment. The Lakers were uh, <laughs> doing an exhibition game in Oklahoma City. Oh, interesting. And um, we did IT support for that. They asked us to come up and do IT support for that. And I got seated right behind the bench, the Lakers bench. And that was 2004, maybe. So okay. That was, that was old school. Like, seemed to that- be old school, but. 2004. So would that have been Shaq, Kobe? I don't, I don't I can't remember if Shaq was on the team then, but Kobe, def, I mean, obviously Kobe was, but right. they sent me right behind the bench. Um, and uh, once the game started, my whole, my whole job was just to take uh, the box score over to the, over to press row. <laughs> but that was a special moment. That's, that's kind of when the bug bit that me. Was your, that, that was I, your I first taste. Yes. Yeah. I want to work in sports. This is what I want to do. So Absolutely. Yeah. I guess Shaq would have been gone at that point. My, my years start to blend together, but yeah. <laughs> well, when I joined the Suns in 92, they reached the finals that year against the bulls Oh man! and um, incredible series, of course. And I thought, Oh man, we're going to go to the finals every year, you know, after that. And it, it took, uh, they still hadn't been there in my last 20, in my, in my 24 <laughs> years with the team. They might get there this year. We'll see. Two weeks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might be there this year, but, but anyway, let's, let's talk about your app. Talk about how that has evolved over the years. We talked about your career and your role how that's evolved, but talk about the app and how, how you've seen that change over the years. So it started, you know, from those weekly league calls that you mentioned, um, uh, they mentioned Yinscan being a, a premier partner of the, of the league. And uh, we bitted the opportunity immediately. We saw that traffic was getting split more and more into mobile. Yeah. I think at that point we'd already had designed the responsive mobile site. Um, and so we immediately grabbed onto that. And the first iteration of it was just what it was just, um, a content feed, uh, box score, um, very lightweight stats, schedule stats. Yeah. yeah stats. Um, and then like just over the years, you know, we keep every time Yinskim has a big product offering, we jump on it. Um, the mobile ticketing, the Ticketmaster integrations. Sure. Um, this year, the mobile food and beverage, we've done some AR stuff in the past. Um, you all helped us develop the free play game. So that, that's a big piece of it. So we're just finding yeah. more and more ways to, um, 
engage with fans rather than just present them stuff. Right. Rather than just to present content, presents stats, you know, here now here are ways to interact with our brain. So. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be the apps used to be really all about communication and, way, yeah, and was, yeah, fan engagement. Now it's, now it's much more of a utility and a, a right. important tool for your, the organizations. Right. Um, so, so you mentioned the free to play game. I really want to dive into that because you, you guys were our first client who was using the free to play game. And for those who don't really know what that means, but basically we had prediction games in the past where you could kind of predict some basic information about what you thought would happen in the games, but a free to play game, it's actually changing with different questions throughout the game. Uh, talk about that process for you guys helping work with us to put it together. And, and your game is called Thunder Free Play. Talk about that game and describe it for people who haven't uh, seen it yet or haven't, haven't downloaded your app. Yeah, I, I think we missed an opportunity to call it Thunder Forecast, but I, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. It's never too late to change. You couldn't. I know, right? <laughs> um, we had a casino partner um, coming up for renewal that we were trying to figure out a way to give them prominent digital space in the app. And it came across kind of my desk, uh, so to speak, to develop some sort of, I don't, I don't want to say gambling game, but some sort of interactive game um, in the spirit of that. But, sure. Um, that we could engage our casino partner with and create a pricing structure that would then also tie into the rewards program. And that's Riverwind so, Casino is the partner, yes, correct? correct? Okay. Correct. So you tie um, into their reward system. That's, that's smart. So uh, the weekly prize would tie into their rewards. Um, and then there was a grand prize um, to go to Vegas for summer. Nice. So lots of incentive there. Lots of people enjoyed that. So, um, so we started meeting with vendors. Uh, I think I want to say maybe a dozen or so vendors we met with that dabbled in this space. Uh, a lot of it was too complicated, frankly. Um, I think we wanted something easy to use uh, that our app and fan base could probably just easily log into wasn't too many clicks. Sure. You know, we didn't, we didn't need lines in there, <laughs> uh, betting lines. Right. Didn't need all that. Um, just something easy to use, easy to understand that um, 18 plus could play. So uh, we worked with your team. Uh, it seemed to be the best solution. Um, it's just kind of taken on a few iterations. We soft launched. It's, this is a funny story. We soft launched this on um, May 8th, or excuse me, March 8th, 2020. Okay. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, if you're doing the math there. Literally yeah. days, days, days before, before went on. And um, so, this was our first full season of using it. We, okay. we didn't use it in the bubble, um, but we didn't give it the promotion it deserved. Sure. Necessarily. Um, and then this season was our first full promotion rollout for it. Um, had a lot of good engagement. Uh, the, the, the partner was extremely impressed and they want to keep going. Awesome. So regardless of what like the legislation, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, what was it, what were you going to say there about legislation? Yeah, the sports gambling legislation. I think it's kind of stalled out in our state. I haven't I haven't looked at it lately, but I think regardless of that, I think they'd still want to keep going with this. So. Yeah. And describe the game how it actually works, how fans, how you guys set it up on your end in terms of determining the questions and and how fans play it. Yeah. So um, I think it's a pool of about thirty questions that randomizes per quarter. Okay. Um, four questions per quarter. Um, and it's all, it's all questions like um, who will score the most this quarter or who hits the first three-pointer, um, who has the first rebound or the most rebounds. Um, and we wanted to keep it really simple within a parameter of questions. Um, didn't want to make it too, I don't know, too complicated just because, and this still happens, if there's a stats correction in game, I'll get lit up with emails from <laughs> <laughs> And that, it Everybody never wants their points. 
yeah, they want their points and um, it always, we always work it out. It's fine. Uh, honestly, I just, I kind of like it. It makes me see that people are really engaged and are enjoying it. Sure. Um, so it's, it's nice to see that. And when you talk uh, about the questions being randomized, is every fan getting different questions or just every no, quarter it's different? It's every a quarter different set different. of questions so, for everybody. So the, uh, it's really hard to, the times I've played it, I have not done well. <laughs> <laughs> it's harder than you think. Um, but yeah, you get every, every game you get 300 chips and you can wager it however you want per quarter. Um, so you could, you could use all of your chips in the first quarter if you want to, or you can spread it out and then it compounds if you want. Oh, to. interesting. Okay. And so every game they start with 300, they start over. Yep. Okay. And then how and does that, I know you tally, have a, go ahead. Sorry. Tally per week. Got so it. Okay. One week is around. So there could be, you know, three games in a week or four games in a week, trying to keep it as even as possible. For Got the it. So Got it. Makes sense. Sunday to Sunday. So. And I love you got a scoreboard shows the accuracy, the highest point totals, the biggest yeah. loss, um, really, really creative. It's not just a leaderboard with, you know, who's got, who's in, in order, but I, I love that you kind of got stats for your uh, competitors as well. Yes. Yeah. You can see who's, who's trailing you or who you're ahead of. So that kind of ramps up the competition level a little bit on the fan side too. So. Right. And can fans redeem the chips at all in any way, or it's just no? They just they just count towards the weekly round goals or okay. the weekly rounds, and then the grand prize. So there's, so there's two running there's two running leaderboards. There's the weekly round leaderboard, and then there's the grand prize leaderboard. Okay, and there are prizes weekly prizes as well. Yes, the weekly ones just tie into the rewards program for the partner. Oh, I see. Okay. Very smart. Yeah, very creative. Tying into their rewards program using their chips. I mean, they have to be thrilled. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. It's gotten them a lot of engagement. So, and I think um, um, what's so great about the free-to-play games—it's not like like I said, we had prediction games in the past, but people would set their predictions at the beginning, you know, or before the game, the day of the game, and then they'd forget about it. This yeah. really keeps them engaged throughout the game using your app and really paying and we don't even unlock attention. it until a few hours before the game starts. So smart. Smart. So have you seen your? I assume you've seen your probably dwell time and your 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 numbers really increase yeah. this season. We're, so. Uh, Whenever we, um, I think I think the reports that we've we've generated with Inscan before, we see that big spike a couple hours before the game. So that's what we're trying to kind of ride is that engagement spike, right? And then um, throughout the game, and then it keeps them there. And um, yeah, rather than seeing a couple a bump, couple of bumps, it kind of stays kind of plateaus throughout the game, which is was part of our goal for this as well. So awesome, yeah. You know, you're always looking for ways to keep fans coming back and keeping keeping them engaged there. So now the big question is, do you get to go with the winners to Vegas? Do you, do you, get to be <laughs> the, you, you don't get to be the, the chaperone or, I don't or know. host or anything. I think you should, you should at least cover the trip and like document it for your right, social yeah. media channels, Content piece, yeah. website and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Get people excited about next season. <laughs> yeah. So talk about some of the other mobile activations that you guys have done in your app. You, you uh, talk about this one for the casino. I know you guys have done some creative stuff with AR. What are some of the other things you guys have done that you're proud of? So, I mean, hats off to, hats off to the Inscam group. As soon as we entered COVID, um, there was a, a, like a few day period there where we were scrambling, trying to find new ways to engage the fan base on the app. And um, before we could even have our first meeting, um, I think your group, Priya, sent us a kind of a menu of things we could choose from, you know, the match game, some of the other things, um, the pop a shot. Right. Um, few other things we've done have been the AR pop a shot where it's, you know, it's, it projects a uh, basketball goal up on the, uh, up on our logo and our, it's a staff favorite. 
like I'll every now and then I'll catch someone in the, in the office <laughs> <laughs> on their phone, just trying it out. Uh, we've done I'm the sure show. Your management loves that, that your employees are <laughs> playing video games on, <laughs> but it's, but they're testing the app. They got to make right, sure right. it's working. And <laughs> um, we did a, um, an AR video that projected onto a souvenir cup that we had in arena. Tried that one out. Very for smart. A bit. And then the, um, the face paint, right. The AR face paint. And we've, uh, we kept that one up over the years. Um, I think we've changed some of how it looks. Now we can go 3d over the head. And I've been trying to push our, our uh, creative team to think more outside the box. Think outside the face. What can we do? Outside <laughs> like think outside the face. Outside I like that. Head. Yeah. It's like, what can we do outside of this, this space right here and, you know, take advantage of the full camera view. So, right. Yeah. Some of our more on that later. have, uh, you know, AR helmets, but that doesn't quite work in basketball. But. Yeah. But we can do, we could do like a mascot head or something. Maybe Sure. Hats, yeah. wigs. Yeah, it's got to be, it's gotta be yeah. something there. Uh, I really love the clean look of your uh, your home screen as well. You guys have really taken advantage of the cards platform that we offer and created some large cards there across the top uh, for fans to quickly access their account. Your, I think your Verizon, uh, is it Verizon Fan Zone? Yeah. Um, fan Assist that's program, that's, that's really uh, smart and really easy to navigate for your fan base. Yeah, the uh, smart cards, is that what we're calling it? Smart, is it smart cards? Yes, yep. Um, that, that feature that's what I'm calling it. I don't know yeah. if that's the technical term. That's just from my, from my perspective, it's just unlocked a ton of new, um, capabilities that we can do, move stuff around, take more advantage yeah. of the space. So we're not always doing these giant cards that you see on so many apps, um, create new, new UX through some of that. Um, I really think our app soars on a game day because I've had, I've got a ton of rules in there that set, you know, based on if it, if it is a game day show the takeover, the headline takeover with the box score um, and then show some box score stuff, some, some player info. And then a non-game days, it kind of switches to what you see right now. It's kind of a lighter mode. Right. Uh, what's, what's next kind of. So. You're one of those guys that really has taken advantage of that kind of segmentation and kind of scheduling of the app, almost programming of the app. How much do you enjoy uh, that as, as somebody that, uh, you know, works it. on back end and front end yeah. development. And I'm sure that's right up your alley. I love setting the rules, uh, setting the, the game states, uh, you know, if it's three hours before a game show this, if it's an hour post game, maybe we get, maybe we show an offer or something like that. And our, I know every time I have a meeting with our corporate partnerships group, they, their eyes light up and we can do that kind of, have that kind of functionality and, you know, absolutely to during a game or at halftime. So, yeah, no question. So what's next for the Oklahoma City Thunder app, are you able to give us well, any? You mentioned, you mentioned some of it there, and it's the um, the segmentation. And yep. uh, we talked in the summit, the Instagram summit, about user profiles, and I really want to yep. dive into that. Um, and I think it's been said before on here, just the ability to, you know, maybe someone's watching our game on the West Coast, they don't need to see. We don't need to take up all this arena activation. Sure. In a tab. Maybe or I maybe even promote tickets to them because they're yeah maybe we can do some more stuff with the box score or some of the stats um, that they're, you know, at home watching the game or put free play in front of them. I don't know if they or maybe some of our games that we're working on, but um, <clears throat> really find new ways to segment our audience and get the most relevant information in front of them. Absolutely. So. That's, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you mentioned, uh, I forgot to ask you about the mobile food and beverage. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the flip side of that is to give, Give, give the people that we know are in the building more yes. of our arena offerings. So. 
Absolutely. And, and um, that's still relatively new to you guys. Talk about how that process has gone. It started last summer, uh, the discussions. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been fully integrated. We just have not had fans back in the building. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of important. <laughs> so we're getting a lot of time to fine tune it. So that's, that's been good. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you are excited for next season, although I'm sure you're, you're looking forward to having a few months to, to really think through things and, and uh, relax at least a little bit during the offseason. But yeah. uh, I'm sure you're looking forward to having actually a building full of fans again in the fall. Yes, we, we've had a few events in the, in the building that we've been able to like test run some of it. So it's, it's worked out pretty well so far. Awesome. Well, Joseph, always great to see you. Really appreciate you taking time today to join us here on the Yinscast. And, uh, and I know Priya would, if she could join us, would love to uh, tell you just how much she appreciates you and your support of, uh, of Yinscam and your creativity and willingness to try new things. Uh, we absolutely love the free-to-play game and love to show uh, other clients what you guys are doing there. And I, I know you will have more things, uh, creative things coming here in the next year or two. Appreciate it, Jeremy. Thank you. Absolutely. Great to see you. Take care. Bye-bye.